Hello, and welcome to episode 7 of the Down Under Thundercast, a podcast where we talk about podcasts, usually weekly, and we practice the art of talking absolute shit. I am your host, Jay. Welcome. Hello. If you listened to last week, welcome back. If, you li- if you've been listening, if you've been catching up, welcome to the newest episode. Um, I feel a lot better than I did last week, I'll tell you that much. I was, that was a horrible week for me. I just drained and I couldn't sleep, but we're much better today and we're going to rock it out. Um, I think this is the shortest amount of time I've recorded a podcast, like the length between podcast to podcast. I think it's only been like five days. So, but there's stuff to talk about and we will talk about it. Um, today is Thursday the 8th of October. I just feel like I'm Ron Burgundy. But I don't know what month it is, everything blends together. And it's a beautiful, cool, cloudy day in Melbourne. That's where we're going to start today. Because... Just the podcasting gods provide, don't they? I recorded the episode, and then the next day was a uh, a hot summer day, and everyone in Melbourne decided to go to the beach and not wear a mask and not social distance and go up to reporters and kiss them on the cheek and hang around in packs and stuff like that. And I'm happy I didn't record the podcast as that was happening because my reaction to it now is very different to my reaction then because I've had time to null over it. Also, I went and actually got some experience on it. The day after I saw that, I went to the beach. I wore the masks, walked down Beach Road, you know, walked down there to the, you know, took the dog and the missus. I took the missus and the dog, depending. I can't remember which one was on the leash. That's a joke. I love my partner. And we walked down there, and we sat by ourselves, and the dog ran off and ran into the, you know, ran into the fucking ocean. And pretty much everyone was wearing a mask. Like, people would walk past as they were going for their morning runs, and they were wearing masks. Or face protectors. There were a few people in the water not wearing masks, but that's pretty obvious. You know, so my opinion before I had done that was, like, look at all these young cunts going to the beach. We're all locked up inside. Fucking thousands and thousands of people have lost jobs. They've lost businesses. They've lost income. And you motherfuckers going to the beach. That's what I first thought. And I thought that was pretty fucking shitty. But then I've had time to null over it and stuff. And, well, first off, you know, inform myself a little bit that it's very, very hard to catch COVID at the beach with the wind. But you still got to social distance, obviously, so the people there are still fuckheads. But people, I've said this a few times on this podcast now, people are angry. People are fucking over being locked up inside. And they're getting to the point now where they, they're going to start lashing out. They're going to start just, you know, saying fuck you to your rules. They shouldn't, because it We'll just end up at stage one all over again, and I don't want to really have to do this for 12 weeks. And I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm working, but... Yeah. You can go to the beach, and you, you're completely fine. Just, you know, take up your own little space on the beach. Maybe don't hang around in packs at 20. 
maybe don't kiss fucking news reporters on the face. That might be helpful. Um, yeah. It's amazing what a week can do for your, you know, your mentality and your point of view on something. How you can go from, look at these motherfuckers, these fucking arrogant fucks, to where I'm like, I get it. I wish you had been a bit smarter about it. But I understand why, like... Yeah, I don't know. So there's that, obviously. And then the other thing that happened last week is Donald Trump caught COVID. And it was all over the motherfucking news. Everywhere. It was nuts. And, you know, you've got people, you know, people saying, oh, Trump, you know, well, Trump's like 74, he's overweight, eats like shit, probably doesn't exercise regularly. And we're all sitting, you know, a lot of people were sitting there going, he's going to fucking die. Like, this is it. This is kaputs. And then three, four days later, he got released and he went home, essentially. And he seems to be fine. I've seen some questionable Twitter videos where he looks like he's a bit short on breath. But that, I don't think that's uncommon for Trump. So... It's really, you know, and I spend, you know, I, I spend a lot of time on Twitter, probably a little bit more than I should, but I try, I try to not spend as much time on other social media. And the thing was, it was, you know, first off in America, I don't think you can fucking wish death on the president. I really don't. I think that's like some fucking serious shit. And the FBI is going to come knocking at you, but the second of all, to hope for the death of someone when you're, you know, a lot of these people are politically very left-leaning, very woke, it's really, really fucking hypocritical, you know, and I'm trying to choose my words carefully here, and I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know, he deserves it, how can we feel bad for someone who's a piece of shit like that, and get that, but that's, okay, Donald Trump may be, a, you may think Donald Trump's a bad man, and he very well maybe he's done some questionable things, but you don't, isn't the whole thing we're taught in movies and shit, and in life, that you don't beat evil with evil, you beat evil with good, and by stooping down to his level, are you, are you in some way no better than Trump, you know? It's really bizarre. You know, like, I'm Australian. He's never done anything to me. He made a shitty reality TV show. But besides that, he's never really done anything to me, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just to sit there and see all these woke people sit there and go, I hope he dies and stuff. You know, he's got kids. He's got, I think he's got a young kid. Like, that's fucking rough. And I'm not sitting here saying the bloke should win fucking a Nobel Peace Prize or anything like that. But I I didn't tweet about it at all. I, I didn't say anything to, about it online or anything like that. Because one, it's not my fucking place. And two, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. And for most Americans, besides people who've made it this tribal dogmatic thing, it doesn't really affect them. They've made it affect them. They've put it in their heads where it affects them. 
you know, and that's sad to begin with. But yeah, but yeah, Trump got COVID. People wished death on him. People got really sad when he left the, you know, the what was it, the Walter Reed Medical Center. Yeah, people got really sad when he left and he didn't die. And he's for all intents and purposes, he seems pretty fine. You know. He's still Donald Trump. He's not exactly known for his healthiness. The funniest thing was, he, I think he, it was like, now before I record, I started recording this, and he, he made a small video, and it was like, the doctors, they, they couldn't believe that I, they'd never seen anyone fight this virus like I have. They looked at my DNA, and they said it wasn't human DNA, it was USA DNA. And I was like, he's just rubbing it in. He's just kicking motherfuckers by the damn. You know, and that's just nutty. Um, but yeah, that's obviously every fucking podcast I've listened to this week. Is, that's been a very focal point of it. And to be fair, considering we've only had five days since the last one, I have listened to a fair bit of things. And we, we're going to talk about it, obviously, because this, pod- this is a podcast where we talk about podcasts. So, but before we get to that, I... I I didn't do it last week. I'm going to do it this week because it seems when I put Joe Rogan's name in the in the title of this ep- in the episodes, people fucking listen at an insane rate that I'm not. I was never expecting. So once again, just before I hopped on here, I was listening to his newest podcast with um, the makers of Black Rifle Coffee. Really good podcast. I haven't finished all of it. I think I've got another forty five minutes left. But I recommend it, and you should listen to it. But before we get onto that, let's do obviously our little segment we do that's called This Week in Rogan. <sighs> I really need music for this shit. I need something. Even if it's just Nate Diaz fucking sitting there saying, Joe Rogan podcast. No, it was a train all day. Joe Rogan podcast by night. I'm going to sound clip that. That's what I'm going to do. Anyway. Pretty, not as quiet of a week last week as he had, but still pretty tame, okay? But he did have um, Tim Dillon on his podcast. I didn't really listen to it. I listened to clips of it, because uh, Tim Dillon, he's just, he's not really my sort of comedian. Like, he's fine, he's cool and stuff, but he's just, I don't know. He's annoying to me. That's just me. Like, I like him in certain situations, but I wouldn't listen to him by himself. If he was on Legion of Sanks, I'd listen to him, but... You know, to have a one-on-one in it is it's a bit too much for me. But anyway, they had him on and they talked a little bit about the Spotify situation that, you know, was making all the rounds last week. And Rogan sat there and said, I haven't heard anything from Spotify. They haven't said anything to me. At all. Which he was obviously going to say, regardless if they have or they haven't. But... Yeah, and you know he sat there, and he, you know he said it's possible that there are people and the you know Spotify employees that are protesting. It wouldn't surprise you. None of that was really shocking or surprising for what he said. It was all pretty run of the mill. But then he went a little. He went and had a little bit of a whack at Spotify, and he said, you know, 
first off, he said probably my favourite line that I'm going to include as much as I can in fucking any time I'm fucking recording, and that is podcasting is the art of talking shit. And that is exactly what we do, or I do, or anyone does. We talk shit. You look at any of the big podcasters, it's mostly about a particular topic, but it's talking shit. It's having fun. It's... How do I put this? It's speaking from somewhat of an, a knowledgeable standpoint, but not having documents and not being cerebral with what you're saying. And I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm not comparing myself to anyone. There are thousands of fucking podcasts that do it much better. As I say, in a world of a million podcasts, I am the million from one. Alright, I'm just a bloke sitting in his lounge room with his phone recording this for shits and fun. But doesn't mean that I don't talk shit. Doesn't mean that I don't come from somewhat of an educated, you know, I don't try and talk about shit that I don't fucking know. Because that would just be silly, wouldn't it? That would be really, really silly. If I started talking about... What's something? There's so many things that I don't know about. I don't know where to fucking begin. But like, you know, there's lots of shit I don't talk. I don't know. Like rocket science, brain surgery, biomedicine, heart disease. I know a little bit about heart disease, but I digress. You know, and that's what podcasting is. It's the art of talking shit. This is an art, just like painting. And what Rogan mentioned was just like music. Music is an art. And while he does say some misinformed things from time to time, he's not saying offensive things to be offensive. And I bet you, if, like you said, if you go, you go and listen to some of the rap music that you hear on Spotify, and I'm a big advocate of rap. And I've fucking heard some shit. <laughs> I've heard some horrible things. Especially from my kind of music. It's way worse than what Broken says. About women, about murder, about all of this. It's, it's different, but it's the same. It's the same ideology. Spotify plays that stuff, for the most part, unless there's copyright issues. Or an artist doesn't want their stuff on Spotify. In some big artist situations. You know? And he's right. He's misinformed, but he's not doing... He doesn't say anything out of malice. Like, I'm sure there's people who listen to Joe Rogan and get fucking offended. You know, especially... And I've got it written down somewhere. He had... And not da no da no da What's her name? Abigail... Shindra. Shindra? Shinra, Shinra, Shinri, something like that. You know what I mean. You can look it up. You'll find it. You know, and they're talking about, you know, transgender stuff and all that kind of. And she's obviously not against it, but she feels like it's being force-fed on our children, people's children, our children, the world's children. You get the point. And I'm sure there were some transgender people who listened to that were upset and offended. But it's it's a podcast. You have to find a podcast that suits... No. I want to be careful what I want to say here. You should listen to 
both sides of any opinion, but you're obviously going to be pushed to a particular side that agrees with your point of view. And obviously people heard that and they didn't agree with her and his point of view. And I'll say it, you want my fucking opinion. I've got no problem with anyone who wants to transition if they don't feel comfortable in their body. Um, I don't overly feel comfortable with the idea of pushing that idea onto children. I think there are particular cases where it's acceptable. Like, if, if you can, you know, if a, if a kid's telling you every day, I don't feel like a mummy, I don't feel like a boy, I feel like a girl, and I want to address this, and, you know, and then there's obviously body dysmorphia, and the chi- if the child's, you know, the child, Bill Cosby, the child. Um, if they're having fucking, you know, serious mental health problems and it's turning into self-harm or body dysmorphia and stuff, there's a real case that that should, that child should transition or at least seek psychological help for help to help them work through those issues. But it's hard to explain because I've never been in that situation. But I do think it's, I think you've got a lot of parents that maybe want something to be there when it's not there. That's all I'll say. And with the transgenders and, and, you know, transgender community in sport, I'm not a fan of it. I don't think men that have transitioned to women should play female sport. That's a controversial opinion, I know. But that's the one I have. I don't think it's fair. A women's sport. And personally, I think if we are going to keep going down the path we're going... I think that there should be a particular league for transgender sports stars. Once again, it's not a popular opinion. It's an opinion that I've had for many years that it's obviously an opinion I've heard on Rogan, that it's an opinion he shares. Because there's been a lot of cases where people abuse the system and they're just doing it for the the clout, for the, the trophy or the medal or the recognition or there are some people who are doing it for good and just want to compete, but I don't think it's fair on a woman because, you know, and once again, this is a thing where you should probably listen to Rogan over me because he's done a lot more research on it, but if you're a male, obviously your bones are denser, you know, you're built differently to women. You're going to have an advantage. Depending on how early you transition, it might be a big advantage, might be a small advantage, but there's an advantage there. Once again, it's not a popular opinion. I think that's the second episode in a row where I've had an unpopular popular opinion. I think last week it was the Patreon thing, which I just want to clarify really quickly. I've got no problem with anyone getting their money and securing the bag. I just feel like they should earn it. Put the work in first. But that's just me and that's it. So yeah, Rogan went whack and he said, you know, listen to the music you play on your fucking app it's worse than anything I've ever said and he's right so in conclusion to wrap it all up in a nice little bow 
this will probably be the last of it we hear for a while because he was very from the transcripts I read he was very calculated he was very fair you know he didn't go and attack you know I it's Spotify's turn Joe Rogan made his move if this is a game of war it's a game of chess then Rogan made his move it was a very calm and calculated one and he took a little bit of a dig at the end so it's Spotify's move now what happens now what happens to those employees that are supposedly on strike and I use the air quotation marks We'll see. And when it's not over and it's not done with for any stretch of the imagination, but Joe made the right move. He was very smart, very cerebral, and very methodical about it. The other thing that's somewhat controversial that happened to Rogan this week, which ties into the Trump thing, was Trump mentioned the Proud Boys in the debate, which I don't I didn't mention last week. I talked about the debate last week, but very briefly. And most people who, you know, aren't like, you know, far right and shit like that heard about the Proud Boys for Rogan. I heard about the Proud Boys for Rogan because I listened to the um, Gavin McGuinness episode years and years ago. That's how I heard about them. Obviously, I've heard about them since. And that... I didn't go on a rabbit hole. I didn't go and research the Proud Boys or anything like that. Because it's not for me. Even when it was what it was at the beginning, it wasn't for me. So, from what I know, and I have limited knowledge, but I know enough. Fucking... The, um, the Proud Boys started off as like a boys club. Think of Think the Boy Scouts for men. For men to be men, you know, to not stay at home, jerk off and play video games all day, you know. Especially we was, you know, I talked about it last week with the social dilemma, you know, we're seeing more boys and boys mostly stay inside, you know, not take girls on dates, not interact with women in a physical, you know, in a way. Like, meet them, talk to them, take them on a date, take them to the fucking movies. And that was the basis of what the club began began it's a boys club you know go out you know pick up chicks and you know don't stay at home all day it's not that anymore whatever it is now it isn't that when Gavin was on Joe Rogan that's what it was there's no doubt about that it's not that anymore it's I would be hard pressed for you to find anyone who doesn't believe that it is an extremely alt-right group and that's how it began and that's how it started because they you know Antifa was going to fucking rallies and shit and they decided they'd be the security at the rallies and then Antifa and the Power Boys got into it and that's pretty much where it began um And it's also, you know, the Proud Boys have popped up in certain podcasts I've listened to. Obviously, I'm I'm a Legion of Skanks fan. I love Skanks. And one of the first clips I ever saw of the Legion of Skanks before I knew what it was, was a Proud Boy, not a Proud Boy, an Antifa member, not, you know, grabbing the microphone and saying, you've got a Proud Boy in your audience and stuff like that. And Lewis being fucking Lewis, the maniac that he fucking is, went up and fucking... Chased after him and was going to beat the fuck out of him. Because that's what Luis J. Mo Gomez fucking does. 
And obviously, Gavin, I think he still is, is on the um, Compound Media, Anthony Cumia's network. I think he does shows there. But Rogan, to the most, to the masses, to the unwashed, to the normal fucking people, introduced the world to the Proud Boys. Um, shit, man, what do you want me to fucking say? <laughs> like, I don't think, I think Rogan today would condemn them. I'm almost certain of it. Just like, you know, when you've got someone like Louis J. Gomez sitting there on a podcast and saying, I don't associate with these people. Because he's been, he was accused of this week, not to transition off that, but it's connected. This week, Louis was, you know, condemned online for being a Proud Boy and that he had a Proud Boy tattoo, which wasn't, was just a shitty four tattoo. But he got accused of it and he said, I don't, associate with those people they're not for me to me it's pretty fucking gay and if you've got someone like Louis J. Gomez who loves to you know is a maniac doesn't want to be part of that that tells you everything you need to know Rogan wouldn't associate with them and if he would well we wouldn't be having this conversation because I wouldn't be talking about Rogan if Louis was associated with them I wouldn't be talking about Louis they're not something that I would talk about um, because that's not that's not my scene. But Antifa's not my scene either. You see, you see my situation. So yeah. And the last thing on Rogan before we transition, I just I think I saw it this morning on Twitter once again. Twitter heavy episode. Follow me on Twitter down under Thunder. It's where I do all my best shit. That's me fucking twelve o'clock at night sitting there and fucking going nuts there was a Spotify ad in Times Square in New York of the Joe Rogan podcast full up there on screen I'm gonna pause I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let that sink in just let it sink in for you know a few seconds yeah if you had told me two years ago three years ago four years ago that we would live in that world for that was happening, I would have called you a liar. No way did I ever perceive that that would happen. Not just for Rogan in, sp- in, in podcasting in general. That is insane. Like, what the fuck? In Times Square, you know, New York, New York. Where dreams are born. New, you know, Frank Sinatra, all that shit. And there's a fucking full-blown ad for Joe Rogan's podcast up there on the on all those multiple billboards what that's nutty to me man I never would have thought I'd say that and that that's why I love this medium because this medium is growing even now when I was had this idea fucking a year ago and I felt like I was still too late then I'm probably two three years too late to ever blow the fuck up, as they say. Nor do I want to blow the fuck up. But I'm just saying, it's probably not going to happen for me. But that's okay. But what I'm saying is, it's still, you know, it's growing. You know? How long now until it eclipses radio? You know? Because that's the next thing. Radio, radio's pretty fucking dead unless you're over the age of 40. 
Is it 20 years before it kills radio? Because it's not an if, it's a when. You know, like... So, yeah, that... It just... I was in awe. I really was. No bullshit, no word of a lie. I was in awe of that. Because I never thought I'd see it. I never thought I'd see podcasts promoted on TV either. Um, yeah. And just to... Just to, I just want to touch on that Lewis thing one more time. He denounced Devin knowing the Proud Boys. He's not a Proud Boy. Anyone who tells you he is a Proud Boy, anyone tells you that the Legion of Skanks are associated with Proud Boys, is full of shit. And I'll make that very clear. They're not Proud Boys. They're just people that love fucking mayhem. Yeah. Um, I think that was it, yeah. So, Brogan's not a Proud Boy... Lewis and Legion Skanks aren't Proud Boys. I'm certainly not a Proud Boy. Like, if you want to tell people I'm a Proud Boy, I'll take the clout, but it's wasted. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't even want the fucking clout from that shit. Um, so, I did it last week at gaming. We're going to continue the trend, but we're going to obviously bring it back to podcasting. And we're going to do top fives. Or pod fives, as I cornerly, gaily named it. It's really... Sorry, there's no other way to put it. It's really faggoty. But we'll see if it sticks. So, pod five. Every week it'll change depending on, you know, current events and topical issues, obviously. This week, it's sports podcast because, obviously, Los Angeles Lakers are about to win their title. It's 3-1 now. It's pretty fucking over. It was over after game two. It's more over now. Um, so yeah, top five sports, top five sports podcasts that you should be listening to. Now, just for clarification on, you know, a little bit of the rules and the insight into my knowledge and how I came about this list. It doesn't include MMA podcasts because I feel I could probably put my own list of those up. It's mostly... Sports pod, it's mostly American sports podcasts because that's mostly what I watch. And to be honest with you, there's not any. Let's run through Australian sports. There's not really any great AFL podcasts. There's great AFL entertainment podcasts, but AFL, AFL podcasts, there's not really any. And it's really boring. And this year with AFL, it's, it's been a wash anyway. Rugby, there's some decent podcasts. Obviously, I'm going to mention one at least. But mostly, if I'm listening to a sports podcast, I'm listening to NBA first, MMA second, and followed by, you know, NFL mostly, you know, and and rugby, but, you know, that's different. Cricket, there's no point listening to a podcast on cricket. Like, an interview with a cricket player, there's some, you know, Shane Warne, I'd listen, you know, I listen to a podcast with Shane Warne. If you're an American, you don't know who that is. Look him up. Anyway, it's mostly American sports podcasts. So, first off, special mention is to NBA Straya. Straya, that's S-T-R-A-Y-A. Straya. It's... How do you explain it? It's just how we say Australia in Australia. Instead of saying Australia, we say Australia. So he's essentially an Australian bloke who talks about the NBA. 
seems right up my fucking alley. It's great. Um, I can't remember the. I haven't listened to it recently. Like I haven't. It's it was a podcast that I dived headfirst into last year. It's fallen off a bit. Mostly because, and this is no knock to him, I enjoy the podcast greatly, but if I'm listening to an NBA podcast, I want someone boots on the ground who knows stuff that not many people know. I want the insider scoop. If I want to hear someone who sounds like me talk about NBA, I'd listen to him, or I'd listen back to some of the podcasts I've done talking about NBA. But it's a great podcast. It really is, and, you know... If you if you one of the if you're like an elitist or something and you just want to hear a strain podcast or you just want to hear an Australian voice, I recommend that highly. And I recommend it in general anyway. Alright, number five is All the Smoke. First off, I love that theme song. I wish it dun, 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 I can't do it. Never mind. But it's um Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, two former players who, as the kids say, they love that dank shit. They get high and they talk to basketball players. Um, I don't think I've heard one in a couple months, but there's a reason for that. The last one I really paid a lot of attention to was back in February. Or January. Close, one around, around that time. And they had an interview with Kobe Bryant on it. And it then... It touched me, and it really made me think. Three weeks later, Kobe died in a helicopter crash. That was his last recorded interview. And it's one of those few podcasts that sticks with me so vividly, because I grew up watching Kobe. You know, I grew up with all that stuff. And when he died, it affected me greatly, you know, as it did a lot of people. Um, and that was a really good podcast, and I'm not choking up, I swear, I just, it's hard to put into words, a lot of that podcast, he's talking about his daughter, you know, a lot of that podcast, he's talking about his wife and his kids, and hindsight being what it was, that probably made his tragic passing harder, so I highly recommend you go and listen to that podcast. You probably will cry. If I went and listened to it, I'd probably go and cry now. But two dudes who, you know, a lot of people grant, you know, give them a fair bit of credit for starting the Golden State Warriors dynasty because they brought the mentality to Golden State of just two ballers who'd punch you in the mouth and then shoot the free. And they, you know, and then obviously Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson... Um, Green and then later on Kevin Durant carried on and they became a dynasty and they won what was it three championships in four or five years Ah, very good podcast and I recommend it highly number four podcast I've mentioned on here before the Matty Johns podcast Um, it would have been higher but they're probably talking more about the current game than what I enjoy, I like hearing old stories from, you know, the early 2000s and the 90s, the era I grew up with, and then hearing about stories I didn't grow up with, like the 80s and the 70s, an era that I wasn't really born for. 
really born for. I, w- I wasn't born. I was a fucking sperm cell, if that. Or as people say, I was a glint in your daddy's eye. Aye, boy. Very good podcast. I've mentioned it before. Um, if you like rugby, if, if you just like, you know, sports stories in general, Paul Kent, Blocker Roach, Matty Johns. It's not always just rugby. 90% of it is rugby. Um, but yeah, it's a good podcast. And I've already talked about it a bunch on here before, so I won't go over too much of it. All right, number three is the Hold My Nuggets podcast. This podcast is with the Chisel Donis, who very funny comedian and YouTuber. And I can never remember the other guy's name. Why do I th- why do I think Lethal Weapon? I feel like his last last Lethal Weapon. Yeah, it's it's something Glover. That's right. It's the... <sighs> fuck. That's gonna bug me. It's Mac Glover, Danny Glover, Daniel. No. Shit, I feel bad now. <laughs> I feel super bad. Anyway, most of it it's the Chiseled Donald Show. We all listen to the Chiseled Donald Show. He's a comedian too, and he's very funny. But he's a Cowboys fan, so he doesn't deserve any recognition anyway. Very good podcast. A man who, you know, talks, you know, Chiseled Donis can talk circles around me. Wizard of the mic. Um, yeah, and I highly recommend that. It comes and goes from time. Probably the one thing that lets them down is their consistency with recording the podcast. And I'm not one to talk about that. But I think I went through a, a three, four month stretch where I didn't see anything from them. And then it popped up again recently on the finals. And with the start of the NBA season, some, sorry, not the NBA, with the NFL season. So maybe it's more of an NFL podcast than an NBA podcast. Although I enjoy listening to stuff with the NBA. Um, yeah, check that one out. Probably more check it out if you're an NFL fan. Number two. The Ringer with The Mismatch. This was originally going to be number one. But... It's hard to because it's part of the Ringer Network, which, you know, is, is Bill Simmons' love child. But it's number two for a reason you're going to find out very soon. is So the Mitch match is two blokes. Oh, no, once again, fucking horrible names, man. Anyway, it's the mismatch. You look it up on iTunes, you'll find it straight away. <coughs> like, I know Kevin O'Connor, Kevin O'Connor, Kevin Obama, Kevin O'Candyland. Kevin! See? You gotta make me remember your name. You gotta, you gotta be witty with that shit. Like, my name's just Jay. There's nothing special about that. Jay, Big Jay, Little Jay, Fat Jay, White Jay, Black Jay, Yellow Jay. Like, my name's pretty fucking boring. <laughs> I'm just Jay. Double J. You know, like, what was that fucking wrestler? Jeff Jarrett, Double J. D O U B L E J J. Double J, bitch. Anyway. Very good podcast. Very, once again, the opposite of NBA Australia. Very deep, you know, boots on the ground, you know, stuff that I've never heard about, you know, in the inner circle of the NBA. And that's what I like. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear shit I don't know. I want to learn shit. Teach me shit. Teach me shit. So, yeah, very good podcast. And then number one is the Bill Russell Show. Sorry, Bill Russell. I apologize greatly. It's the Bill Simmons Show. Bill Simmons podcast. 
Bill Simmons is fucking great. <laughs> like, he's... There are a select amount of people that have built a podcasting network. You know, they have podcasts under their name. You know, ones that come to mind would be Barstool Sports. Mentioned them before, Compound Media. Probably on a slightly smaller scale and probably more of a niche audience. Um, wrestling Soup, for example, has their own Wrestling Soup network where there's a bunch of podcasts on their website you can listen to. You know, Bill Simmons has probably done it better than most. Bill Simmons has made it... They're my go-to source for NBA news and probably NFL news and sports news or just, you know, and a lot of topical stuff in general. The Ringer has exploded and doesn't just cover sports anymore. It covers a whole range of shit. You know, it's... Insane. And he is the crown jewel of it. And it's a very good podcast. The NFL stuff's a bit... It's touch and go sometimes. But once again, I'm not a big NFL fan. You know, like it's... I like, you know, you're talking about the Packers, I'll listen. But for the most part, not really my cup of tea. Um, although I do like Patty Mahomes. I won't, I won't lie there. But, yeah, that's number one. Go listen to Bill Simmons' podcast. You know, and side note, some of the non-sports stuff he does is really good, too. You have people, I think, you know, he, I think he has sports stars come on and shit, and that's great. And he also talks, you know, topical stuff, obviously, with an election in three weeks and shit. So, yeah. That's my pod five. It's a bit cheesy. It's a bit campy, but... Most of the ninety percent of the shit I talk about on here is campy. I just get away with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, not a long show today because obviously it's a shorter turnaround. But um, let's finish with podcast of the week. Obviously, podcast of the week is where every week I give you a glimpse into what I've been listening to. I give you two or three really highly recommendations that you should go and catch up right now on. And I choose one and I give a podcast of the week. Um, the podcast that gets podcast of the week gets absolutely nothing. Zero. Zilch. Except for my love and admiration. And your love and admiration because you will go and listen to it. So I give them maybe two or three clicks. Maybe four clicks on a good day. So yeah. Um, hmm, where to begin? Where to begin? Let's start with... What has now become, you know, a staple of podcast of the week, and that is Legion of Skanks, and that would be um, fucking what was it called? It was Blame Thrower. Yes. Very funny episode, and oh, jeez, it's probably the oldest episode I've listened to that's on this list. But I love that episode. Essentially, it's an episode where they talk about. How Lewis's kids got stung by wasps because he moved his trampoline. <laughs> Jeez, I just remembered it. He moved his trampoline under a wasp nest and the little baby James tried to grab the wasp nest and pull it down. So then they talked about flamethrowers, buying a flamethrower, and how fucking dope that is. That's really all I remember from it. That's strange. Anyway, 
Very good podcast. It was very funny. Probably not as funny as the last one I mentioned last week, but very good anyway. Also, quick side note, nothing to do with this. Shout out to Skank Skanks. I found them recently. They are a podcast that exclusively review Legion of Skanks podcasts. And they probably do a better job than I do. You know, two chicks that talk Legion of Skanks. It's fucking great. You should probably check it out. Um, anyway, number two is the podcast I was just listening to, The Joe Rogan Experience, with Evan Heffler and Matt Best. Two, you know, Green Berets who, you know, got out of the military and started making coffee. It's, you know, obviously it's a Joe Rogan episode. You know, they talk about elk meat and hunting and all that shit, as they do. But they do touch on some serious stuff, you know. The way America, America's government treats former veterans. You know, there's not a lot of funding for them after they leave the war. You know, the physical, you know, even though if you might leave, you know, serve, you might get out of the military and have your, all your ten toes and your ten fingers, there's some mental damage there and, you know, some physical side effects that I didn't even know about. Supposedly they're in, in you know, Iraq and stuff, they burn all their waste and they do it in very close vicinity to their camps. So they're breathing in, like, all this fucked up shit. So that was shocking to hear that. Um, so yeah, I haven't finished it. I've, I've got 45 minutes left, so I don't really feel like I can give them podcasts a week, but I had to mention them in this category because I know if I had finished all of it before we got here, it'd be on the list. Um, yeah, and then lastly, a newcomer. Someone I don't really think I've mentioned on this podcast before, and that is Break the Apocalypse. Episode, what am I? I'm on seven, so they're on six. See, I'm trying to really keep this weekly stuff up because I really don't want him to fucking catch. I don't want those boys to catch me. Um, yeah, it was episode six. It was apocalyptic debate, and that was probably my favorite episode. Did on like I've listened since episode one because you know I'm a big John Draper fan, a mark as you would say, and. Obviously, John Draper was, is part of Wrestling Soup. It's a bit murky. Go into it as you will. Which is why you should listen to this episode, because he explains it a bit more. So yeah, this was probably my favourite episode they've done. It was really good. You know, they talk about... Well, mostly the show, they talk about edibles, cocaine, and pussy. And John Draper, make, John Draper makes dick and fart jokes. Um... Yeah, <laughs> it's an hour-long podcast. Two hours if you get an extra hour if you join the Patreon. Um, yeah, and you should definitely check it out because they are three really good dudes and I have a great deal amount of respect for them. And you should check it out, you know. Support the little guy. You know, if you're listening to this, obviously, you're into some, you know, underground podcasts like I don't get or any. It doesn't get any more underground than me. I'm fucking 12 feet under there. So check out Break the Apocalypse. Um, anyway, those are your three nominees. I want to give it to Legion of Skanks, but I feel like every fucking episode of this podcast, every episode of this segment on this podcast would be Legion of Skanks. Because I love that podcast so much. 
wasn't the strongest episode though, so I'm going to say it's Break the Apocalypse. So, congratulations, Break the Apocalypse. You get Podcast of the Week. You win nothing, you gain nothing, but you lose nothing. So, at least everything's all even and square. You know, everyone wins in the end. And I think that's time. I think that's pretty much everything we had to cover today. You know, probably tomorrow something amazing will happen that I won't get to talk about until next week. Maybe an asteroid's going to hit Mexico or a tidal wave's coming for Melbourne and I'm going to be six feet underwater by this time next week. That wouldn't be too much fun. I don't think there's ever been an underwater podcast recorded, but be the first of many. So yeah, obviously, thank you for listening. It means a lot to me. Um, if you want, follow me on Twitter, as I've already mentioned, at DownUnderCast7. Um, email us. I'm pretty sure I leave the email pretty widely accessible. I think it's DCU... No, not DCU. That's a... What the fuck that come from? It's D-U-T cast at Gmail. Yes, that, I think that's it. I swear I leave that podcast note somewhere. I mean, that email note somewhere. Hmm. Anyway, strange. But yeah, I think it's D-U-T-Cast at gmail.com. And by all means, if you, if you, it would mean a great deal to me if you could leave a review. Two star, three stars, any stars. Muchly appreciated. Um, and yeah, that's really it for today. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. And until next week, or the week after that, or the week after that, stay safe and goodbye.